0: Hi everyone, I'm Mel and welcome to another Empowered Love Radio show. Empowered Love Radio is now being broadcast across the Speak Up and Stay Alive network and you can listen to their shows by going to speakupandstayalive.com So this week my article and radio show is about the narcissist and entitlement. Earlier this week, I realized that I had never written an article specifically on the extreme levels of entitlement that narcissists display. And I thought that this would be a good article topic to cover. So, here it is. So, in this radio show, we're going to be doing a deep journey into unrealistic levels of entitlement, when they happen, why they happen... And how entitlement gets demonstrated. Anyone who's been in relationship with a narcissist knows that even the most giving, caring narcissist, such as the altruistic narcissist, and there'll be a link to that article in the blog article for you to check up on. So when entering into bouts of narcissistic entitlement, Narcissists are totally unreasonable and in fact it feels highly confusing, abusive and even dangerous with the behaviour and the demands that come forth and the actions and expectations that healthy adults simply don't do. And it feels really off because it's coming from an extremely unhealthy interior. The narcissist may believe that he or she is entitled to some type of preferred treatment from you or from others, such as the narcissist may take umbrage that someone else got the attention that he or she felt entitled to. The narcissist may believe that as soon as he or she is available for you, that you should drop everything and be available for them. The narcissist may feel. The entitlement that you don't use terms of endearment with anyone else other than the narcissist. The narcissist may feel entitled to monitor and control who you do or don't speak to and have access to your accounts and passwords. The narcissist may feel entitled to your money, to have sex with you whenever he or she wants or to make your day horrendous if the narcissist feels out of sorts. The narcissist may feel entitled to act out in many number of ways, ways that he or she would never tolerate from anyone else. So the list of the entitlements that can be played out naturally are endless. One of the most destructive aspects of narcissistic entitlement is that the narcissist can feel entitled to maliciously or passively, aggressively, play out revenge and hurt you when he or she feels triggered and scorned by a perceived slight, real or otherwise. The truth is entitlement is about taking. It's also about acting out behavior without an understanding or a duty of care regarding its impact on others. So where is this entitlement coming from? It's ironic, I really think, that the people in the world with the least levels of entitlement or the urge to want or to take or steal or manipulate to get stuff are the ones who generally have the least stuff. These people also tend to be peaceful and full emotionally. It can be argued that these people simply know their lot in life and have accepted it And have no other choice. But maybe it's more than that. There are very disadvantaged groups in the world who have very high crime rates as well as ones with very low crime rates. Years ago when I had a trip to Vanuatu I spoke to the people and I realised that their lives were very modest. They shared and the crime rate was virtually non-existent everyone's backyards and kitchens were congregating community grounds. And as one man said to me, why would we steal when what is yours is mine? I also met local people in Southeast Asia who were fulfilled so at peace and inwardly solid because of the gratitude and love they felt for their life and each other. And these people had very little this is what I believe, entitlement is emptiness, it's ego, it's the dissatisfaction of never feeling enough, never feeling good enough and believing if I can just get more or control people and situations around me then I can feel better, naturally it's a bottomless pit, it's an addiction. All addictions are about trying to find out of self-medication to take away inner anxiety. Entitlement, wanting more, doesn't produce lasting feelings and the more entitlement that is employed, the more it generates the escalating feelings of not being worthy and not being good enough. It's an unwholesome energy statement that never generates anything good or lasting for the inner being. So this is an entire section on deservedness versus entitlement and I think it's really, really important because deservedness and entitlement are two completely different things. Deservedness is coming from a completely different emotional container than entitlement. It emanates from self-love, self-worth and self-acceptance. It is the knowing that you are worthy simply because you exist and you feel revered and loved by all of existence and life unconditionally. And this level of wholeness and inner peace does not cause you to go out in life with zero compassion, competitiveness and a dog-eat-dog-I-win-you-lose attitude. In stark contrast, you value Your whole self, which is all of it. It's a bigger self, meaning that others are included in this definition and understanding of self. You feel and see others as you feel and see yourself. Which is what human beings always do. And that's really worth thinking about. Therefore, deservedness reveres others' worthiness. Knowing that if we take from another, we are simply hurting ourselves. Deservedness is the knowing that because we are loved and accepted by all of existence, that we can create directly with life as source flowing through us. And as such, we can reach for our goals. We can have belief in our hearts. And know we are capable of unlimited, inspired creation for the good of all. Entitlement, by stark contrast, is feelings as not deserving and therefore the application with life to try to get what that person wants from an unwholesome, fearful place. This means force or manipulation with the environment is necessary because on my own I don't have what it takes to create that. Entitlement is a disconnection from God's source life, from self and from others. It's the feelings of I'm small, I'm separated, I'm unloved. So I want to also have a look at the spiritual starvation of entitlement. What happens when a child is put on a strict diet from a young age? Generally when they get some freedom, They stuff themselves with all sorts of foods of lower vibration, foods that don't have any real nutrition. And then no matter how much this person eats, they still feel measurably empty. What happens when a child doesn't receive love, trust, connection and acceptance? This child will crave approval and attention later in life and will choose and generate All sorts of low-level, needy, instant, abusive and unhealthy connections. No matter how many relationships this person gets into, they come back to the same place. They still feel emotionally empty. People act out entitlement because they did not receive the right nutrition on these topics in the first place. The right nutrition was being brought up in a way that assisted the establishment of self-love and self-acceptance. If people have unhealthy levels of wanting, demanding or having to have something or another person's attention or specific treatment it is because they feel empty, unloved and not at peace inside themselves. So let's have a look at how younger life sets up narcissists To be entitled. There are some ways that narcissists became entitled from a young age. The first is to have suffered severe deprivation, abuse, neglect and or punishment for wanting things. Or just to exist really. Or to have these things ripped away or destroyed as a form of punishment. As I've written about in previous articles, narcissists at some point bury their inner self. There is too much inner pain and torment to bear and the narcissist's imagination at a young age conjures up an image of a special self, a false self which is a fictitious character acting as a buffer between the narcissist's inner torment which the narcissist is trying to divorce And the narcissist's day-to-day emotional operation. This false self is a pathological self, which by very definition means it's not real. It has no real substance and it's therefore not solid or resilient. The false self is terminally insecure and it needs all sorts of attention and grandeur in order to be maintained. The false self has to be held up as an image of extreme intelligence, attractiveness, specialness and significance. The feelings required to generate this image aren't real, they're manufactured and they need a great deal of props to hold them up. This is why entitlement is almost as necessary to the narcissist as breathing air. The narcissist has to have significance. The narcissist has to have attention. The narcissist has to have stuff or people who create the narcissist as superior. The narcissist will maneuver in life in order to try to ensure that this entitlement can be fulfilled. In order to stay emotionally alive to keep from collapsing inwards to the black hole of emotional torment that has never been resolved. One of the other ways that narcissists become entitled is through their parents having very poor boundary function. And this happens with parents who are too busy or self-absorbed in their own issues to care and these parents just say yes to their child to keep the peace or to keep them out of their hair. So this child never learns limits or how to emotionally self-soothe and feel whole despite life's inevitable disappointments. And this also goes for the parents who are under the mistaken belief as a result of their own struggles if I give my children everything they need they will have a better life. Also single parents who suffered spouse abuse may overcompensate because of their guilt also the parents who create the golden child as an extension of their own narcissistic self. And this will be the child who is good at academic sports or who is exceptionally attractive. This child can be a source of supply for the narcissistic parent It will grant the narcissistic parent acclaim or attention and will therefore be groomed as special, unique and better than others including other siblings. Naturally, this is a powerful formula for narcissistic entitlement. So the narcissistic child suffers from poor boundary function and has not learned healthily the laws of actions and consequences. In fact, this child may grow up believing that he or she is a law unto self. The entitled narcissist acts out, I want it and I want it now, as a form of self-medication rather than dealing with and processing emotional pain and emptiness healthily which means evolving and developing and filling self so let's have a look at the projection of entitlement so many people have gone through the experiences of being accused by the narcissist of wanting this or wanting that or being a gold digger you only did this to get that and all the crazy things that you can see the narcissist doing so clearly. It can become so devastating that incredible pathological and even criminal acts of entitlement can be twisted around and you are the one smeared and discredited with them. This bends people's non-narcissistic brains until they realize that there is not a real rational person inside the narcissist doing this stuff. What you are really dealing with is the false self which doesn't take accountability regarding wrongdoing its existence is precarious enough as it is and it has to scapegoat in order to survive. What's frightening and true is that the insane, twisted allegations are real to the narcissist. Once he or she lies purposefully to others and to self, the lie becomes real. The narcissist truly can't tell the difference between fact and fiction. Such is the terrible product of extreme unconsciousness. And even when you try to prove the facts, the narcissist will still cling to the lies. So boundaries with entitled narcissists Let's talk about that Anyone who has experienced a narcissist knows how futile normal human boundaries are when the narcissist is acting out of entitlement Narcissists do not know the meaning of no and when faced with a firm no will seek to punish, discredit, one-up play a nasty tit-for-tat to value and discard or simply take by force or lie and do it behind your back anyway that's after trying to charm in order to get their way guilt you out of your boundaries twist facts to confuse you or threaten you with your biggest weak spot such as fear of abandonment or fear of the narcissist being with somebody else etc to make you agree with and hand over what they believe they are entitled to Human reason and decency has no leg room here. It doesn't exist because the narcissist feels incredibly justified in his or her entitlement. Truly, he or she thinks the demands are perfectly okay, necessary, fair and the right compensation for what you have done to him or her because the narcissist is the perpetual victim. Such is the state of a pathological self at this level, and why the only true boundary for anyone abused with this behavior is I am getting away and disconnecting my life from you, period. So let's have a deeper look at our own levels of possible entitlement. Unless we're brought up in traditional spiritual societies where the value of love, community, oneness and sharing was espoused, we may struggle greatly with our own entitlement issues. We may never consciously force people to hand over stuff or demand or steal or try to control people in the insane ways the narcissist does, but maybe if we are really honest with ourselves, Maybe when we have been unconscious or felt empty or insecure, we may have acted out entitlement also. Maybe we felt entitled to hang on to a relationship because this person grants me this, whatever that is, rather than doing what we know is the right thing, which is letting go. Or maybe we've given to get something because we feel entitled to what that person can offer us things that we don't believe that we can offer ourselves. If we really understand ourselves, we can see that codependency also carries twinges of entitlement, which is all a product of inner emptiness and trying to rearrange things outside of self rather than sorting out our insides and then approaching life from a more authentic emotional space. When we really through the reasons, why we may have been a match for narcissists, there may arise from within the understanding that our own beliefs about needing financial security might have matched the high levels of entitlement that the narcissist had for nice things. And this gap within ourselves and not believing that we could generate our own security directly with life can leave us extremely vulnerable to be picked out and groomed by a highly entitled materialistic narcissist. Maybe if you're a man or maybe even a woman and didn't feel like you were good enough and felt you needed more recognition by having an aesthetically attractive mate, then we can understand that this can be a very similar vibration to the high levels of entitlement and superficial superficiality that many narcissistic women commonly display as well as some narcissistic men and this gap within you of not believing that you alone could generate approval with life starting with the foundation of approval for self meant that you were susceptible to making choices based from your ego to have an attractive ego boost with this partner rather than connect to true, authentic love. So let's have a look at another truth that I really believe in, that people that act out entitlement actually have a very, very poor ability to speak up for what they need. People who act out entitlement not only have a poor understanding of boundaries, but they also have very ineffective non-existent or toxic communication skills. People who feel entitled assume. And this I believe is a classic form of entitlement. You should just know I shouldn't have to tell you. Growing past egoic entitlement does not mean that we go without. It means that we are taking responsibility to create our own fullness this means we stop expecting people to just know. If we feel that our boundaries are being crossed or we need to receive more from people in our life, we need to be mature enough to honestly, honestly, authentically and lovingly ask for what we need and be real when we're doing so. So this is an example of an entitled person speaking up as opposed to an evolving person. So the entitled person would say something like this How would you like it if I went off all the time with no consideration for you and left you high and dry? Too bad. I'm going to start looking after me from now on. So the entitled person in their current framework will only continue to generate toxic relationships and sabotage any chance of them being healthy Because this entitled person with poor maturity is generating a relationship mess by decreasing trust and love. And this relationship can do nothing but fizzle into no connection where it's just we're living under the same roof and we can't even stand each other. Or it's going to crack an end or it's going to become really toxic. So an evolving person may choose communicate like this something like I'm really missing you can you please can we please reconnect and spend more time together? I'd really love that. The evolved person is offering an incredible opportunity to generate an evolved relationship. One that grows in a higher levels of authenticity, trust and mutual growth namely real love and if the other person is not going to step up and join this higher level of vibration the person asking for what they need can keep trying authentically again and then they may move on and they can do so with relationship health with self-integrity, with love and honour and they're going to be much more likely to attract a higher vibration a more connected relationship of of mutuality next time so I hope that this radio show has granted you a deeper understanding of entitlement and the blog article will be out with this as well so you'll be able to really read and absorb all of this information and I hope that it grants you food for thought as to how to develop and grow yourself, the only person that you can change and develop past any of your own struggles with entitlement, in order to be a fuller, happier and freer person and to be able to connect with and attract other people at this higher vibration of oneness and sharing and trust and love and communion. So, that's it for this radio show and if you suspect or know that you are suffering from narcissistic abuse, please know that you can sign up to my free newsletter and receive your new Life Starter Pack, which includes two free ebooks and an email series called 16 Days to Your New Life, as well as an invitation to join my free two hour webinar where you learn all about how to heal and how to emancipate yourself from narcissistic abuse. So, you can do this by typing in www.melanietoniaevans.com forward slash get started and also my greatest work humbly is the Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Program which to date has allowed thousands of people to not only create full recoveries from narcissistic abuse but also thrive in their new abuse-free lives. So to find out more, you can go to www.melanietoniaevans.com forward slash NARP. So that's it for me this week, everyone, and I'll see you next week. Lots of love and bye-bye.